welcome to Motherhood from the Brain, a podcast guiding moms of preteen girls on how to navigate emotional challenges that are not addressed in school. We share real stories, expert advice, and brain-based methods for handling tough moments. Discover insights to create a deeper connection with your preteen and improve your motherhood journey. Let's tackle the uncharted territory of parenting together. Hosted by professional certified coach, Esther Babazi. Hello there, friends. Welcome to episode number four of the Motherhood and the Brain podcast. Before we begin, I just want to state a small disclaimer. I am not a psychiatrist or psychologist or any other licensed mental health professional. On this podcast, Motherhood and the Brain, I just share what has helped me or what is helping me improve my emotional, mental, and physical well-being. On today's episode, I am going to teach you a simple tool that will help you solve any problem at the level of the mind. Remember, this is what we talked about last week. So today is kind of building on that. This is important because this tool shows us our thinking and how that how our thinking leads to whatever results we create in our lives. And this tool is it's not my tool. I did not invent this tool. It is from my teacher, Brooke Castillo, but I have permission to use it. She calls it, or we call it, the model. And the model has five letters to it. It has the C, which is the circumstance, something that is beyond your control. And it has the T, which is the thought, something that you think or a sentence that your brain makes up about the circumstance that is beyond your control. And it has the F line, which is the feeling. Remember, feelings created by what we are thinking. And then it has the A line or the action line. The action is something that we do based on how we are feeling. Our feelings fuel our actions. And then our actions create results in our lives, which is the last letter of this tool. The tool is called the model, C-T-F-A-R. Circumstance, something beyond your control, the thought or the T is what you are thinking about a particular circumstance. The F is the feeling. Feelings, our feelings are created by how, what we are thinking about. And then the A line or the action line is the things that we do because of how we feel. Our feelings fuel our actions or lack of action. And then our actions create results in our lives. So in today's example, I am going to use a circumstance that happened to someone that I know. Their 12-year-old does not want to go to school. And that is the circumstance. That is something that this mom has no control over. Her 12-year-old refuses to go to school. And... This mother, when we were working through this with this mom, this mom thought that or was thinking that she is failing her daughter. And when she thought that she's failing her daughter, she felt guilty. And because she felt guilty of failing her daughter, she took away her electronics, iPad, 
telephone, mobile phone, video games, everything. So she took away her electronics. She pressured her to go to school. She doubted her parenting skills. She yelled at her in an attempt to force her to go to school. She threatened her in an attempt to force her to go to school. At night when she was lying in bed, the mom, she was overthinking and wondering like what is wrong with her, the mom. Why can't I why why can't she get this right? And by this she means this whole motherhood thing. She avoids or avoided talking to her daughter about what's happening. She did not because she felt guilty, she did not ask her like what what is her side of the story, what is happening, nothing. Sometimes she said she would pour herself a glass of wine to take what she said the age of. And when I I asked her what she means by age of, she said when she felt she said awful in her body when she when she she felt like awful like she wanted to jump out of her skin she took a glass of wine and things calmed down and then before it started all over so many times she went away in her room to cry or sometimes in her closet sometimes in her bathroom to cry she complained about her child not to go to school to other people she complained in her head because actions are usually things we do physically and mentally There are many things that we sit around and and we waste a lot of mental energy thinking about things. Instead of doing, we go in sometimes maybe we do not show physically that we are doing anything, but in our head it's like a a pot in there it's cooking. The result this mom was creating in her life, not her daughter's life, in her life the mom's life was she was reinforcing that thought. Like you know the human brain is is when you think something when you believe something the brain our human brain will go out there and find evidence for you to support what you're believing so this mother believes that she's failing her daughter and her brain went to work and found her all the above actions that i mentioned they are evidence to what this mother is believing she believes she's failing her child and the brain presented her with all the evidence of someone who is failing their child because if you take wine to number off or to take the edge off you are not engaging with your child when you're forcing your child to go to school and she doesn't want to go to school nobody wants to be yelled at nobody wants to be yelled at and they will just close off when you lie awake at night thinking how am i failing why am i failing why can't i get this right you're not sleeping and many of us when we have not slept well when we are operating on little sleep we become easily irritable and we are prone to yelling it is already a sensitive situation child refuses to go to school and when we add yelling on that we are creating more negative effects so this is what i'm getting at so this model the tool this tool the model is just a tool to help us understand to show us how our thinking is creating whatever result is creating in our lives in the beginning when i was just learning this tool i like some of some people now i used to think that okay my child refuses to go to school i feel guilty let me do a model let me write ctfar down and plug in whatever i'm thinking to see to kind of change my thought this is not the tool for that this tool is just to show you what you're thinking and what you are creating in your life this tool does not make you feel anything it is just a tool it is a neutral tool it is just showing you what is going on in your head 
So do not run and write CTFAR down and then start plugging in things and then wondering why you don't feel better. This is not how this tool works. This tool is just showing you what is going on in your brain and how you can move on with your life, what you can do about the situation, if there's anything you can do about the situation, and then make, exercise your brain and question what you are not thinking. In this case, I'm failing my daughter. It's just a sentence, even though it feels very true. I know our brains are very sneaky, but I'm failing my daughter is just a sentence. It is not a fact. But because many of us do not have the awareness between thoughts and facts, we tend to believe everything the brain presents to us. And then we operate from that as if they were facts. Again, let me repeat, I'm failing my daughter is not a fact. It is just a sentence the brain presented you or presented this mom. But because this mom was not aware, she was living it out. She was living her life in that particular time from this particular sentence and she ended up creating the result we talked about earlier of reinforcing her belief that she is a failing mother. Her brain went out and found all the evidence for her of how she's failing her 12-year-old. Thoughts or sentences, they are like snow or rain. They just keep falling, keep falling, keep falling, keep falling. Science says that we have, on average, a human being has around 60,000 thoughts every day. Of course, many of them are unconscious, but some are conscious. Like, for example, this one, I'm failing my child. But once in a while, a thought or thoughts will stick, like your brain will come fixated on that, and then you'll start spinning, like in this case, this mom. And here is how we handle these kinds of things. If you identify a sentence like, I'm failing my daughter, you get a piece of paper. And first of all, you get a piece of paper and write what is your circumstances, what you think about it, what you think about the circumstance, the T, how you feel about, how you feel when you think that, and you know, you fill out everything. And then we, we start questioning, like, if your brain says you are failing your 12-year-old, because she's not going to school. Then you ask yourself, and I want you to really do this, you ask yourself, how am I failing her? And then you answer it. Remember, even in the last episode I mentioned, do not go around with questions in your brain. Your brain presents you a question, find an answer. If you don't have an answer, ask your brain to take a guess. It will always come up with something. So you write down, how am I failing her? How is it true that I'm failing her? Then your brain will come up with answers. There is no judgment. You don't, don't judge yourself. Just write down. And then you ask your brain, what if everything is okay as it is? Just what if? And listen, your brain will come up with answers. What if everything is just the way it's supposed to be? Everything is okay. And then you write, okay, let us say I'm failing my 12-year-old, what is the worst thing that can happen? Your brain will come up. I know this can be very uncomfortable if you're not used to doing this kind of work, but I promise you, if you stick, this is the only way to direct your brain to what you want. Okay, let's say I'm failing her. What is the worst thing that can happen? 
and the brain is going to come up with, or oh, maybe she'll be a failure in life, like we have to go to school, maybe I'll get in trouble with the law, because in most countries, 12-year-olds have to attend school. So if she's 12 and she doesn't want to go to school, your brain is going to bring up that maybe I will have to answer to the authorities, child protective services, da-da-da-da-da, write everything down. Everything your brain gives you, write it down. And then you have to ask yourself this. Remember, you have to be in order for this to work, you have to be honest. I like to ask myself and my clients, if my brain presented me with I am failing my child, I would take it and question it. Like why? Like my brain most likely gave me many, many, many thoughts about many sentences about my child not going to school. Why did I pick this? I know this is kind of advanced and we are in the early stages of this podcast. So if for somebody who's not used to this work, this may sound a little advanced. But if your brain gave you many sentences, your brain gave you many sentences and this one stuck with you and your brain is fixating on this one, there's a reason why. So I would go in on that. I would ask myself, why am I fixating on this sentence? I am failing my daughter. Why am I fixating on this? Do I think I'm failing her? Am I a failing mother? Am I like failing her? What does a failing mother look like? And I'm writing down all the time you're writing down. What does a failing mother look like? Why do I believe I'm failing her? What am I like? What is a failing mother? Then I will write. Usually this has to do with, I also mentioned this in the last episode. This has to do a lot with our upbringing and our unconscious programming, advertisement. Like we have seen, we have this information that is fed to us about how a quote unquote successful mother has to be. And the opposite of success is failing. So most likely, you have something in you. You have like you have like a measure or a yardstick of a successful mother. And now that you are not doing that, you are not doing what you have been fed. You are not doing what you have watched in advertisement on Disney Channel, on TV, like what your parents told you successful mother has to look like. Because you're not doing that, your brain is taking that to mean you're failing. So I would write all that down. And go and look at it. And then I would ask, okay, my brain says I'm a failing mother. I'm failing my daughter. Like who and what determines a failing mother? These are all questions that we have, like you, you find answers to. And then you write whatever, you, whatever is coming up in your brain. Like who determines a failing mother or a successful mother? Like what determines that? Who determines that? Where is the, where is the yardstick or the, the measuring thing? For this mother is failing, this mother is not failing. Because many of us, the way we have been brought up, like I said, we have in our heads many times unconsciously these re- unrealistic goals. We have this picture of how to be a mother based on what we have been fed. And it's like a mirage. It's not real. But we don't know it is not real. So we strive to achieve something that is not real. We are striving, we are doing everything we can to be that thing that is not even real. And then we end up feeling guilty because we are not being that thing. We are not identifying or we are not reaching that quote-unquote societal standard. Because when, when our kids are born, they do not come with textbooks or manuals about motherhood. 
even though social and cultural norms tell us how we should raise kids and what we should do or not do, what a good mother is supposed to be and what a failing mother is supposed to be and not. These are all things that are just made up. There is no manual out there. There is no textbook out there. There is no class that you take to be a quote-unquote successful parent. The mother, the opposite of a failing mother. There is no class like that. We are all just figuring it out. And figuring things out means that sometimes, many times, we are going to fall flat as we try to figure these things out. And a few times, we will get it right. But we keep going. We keep going. We don't stop. We keep going. There is no benefit of believing that you are a failing mother. This just makes you feel guilty, as in this example. And when you feel guilty, you do all the things that I said. When you think you're a failing mother, your brain goes to work. You feel guilty, your brain goes to work to find evidence for you that you are a failing mother, which causes you more distress and adds on the already stressful situation of having a child who does not want to go to school in the home. And just so we speak, how do we know, like I would ask the brain this, brain, this child is only 12 years old. How do you know that she's going to be, not to be successful in life and not going to thrive in the world or in the universe? She's just 12. It is an early stage or early phase in her life. So how does the brain know that my child refusing to go school to go to school, she's going to find trouble and problems adjusting and thriving in the world. She's only twelve. They ask the brain, How do I know she's not going through something? Unless we ask her. Remember I said like this mother did not even ask the child, she just went on in her head, which we do like human beings. I have done that. I still do that sometimes. So in order to see things objectively and to see facts as the way they are, as a mom, you need to take care of your own thinking first. And this is what this tool is about. This tool shows you what you are thinking and what you are creating. So it is important. I cannot even stress how important it is. When something happens outside of your control, it is important to look at what you are thinking. How are you adding to the already distressful situation? How is your thinking already adding to the stressful situation that you have in your life, in your home? When you are able to clean, we usually say the word clean, when we are able to clean out our thinking first, then we can approach our child who doesn't want to go to school. Then we can get her the help because now we know it is not about us. We understand that our brain is making it about us because the way society was set up, a child's behavior or lack of behavior is a direct reflection of the mother's parenting abilities. This is why we make things make we, we make things mean something about us as parents, even though they are not. They are not about us. Our children have their own brains, their own thought processes, their own emotions. We cannot we can influence our children right but we cannot make them do something they don't want to do. That is why this mother failed to force her to go to school. You can't force another person to do something they don't want. 
because they have their own brain and their own thinking systems and we have our own. But when we are able to clean out that thinking and see things for what they are and understand that as a mother, your child refusing to go to school has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what is going on in her brain and in her life. When you're able to see that and distinguish that, then you can find her professional help if she wants it. Or maybe you can find her, you can find another way to approach her. Because now you know that you, you are not responsible for why she's not going to school. You can approach her from a neutral space. And to be honest, sometimes this really <laughs> shook me to the core, even though I understood it intellectually, but it shook me to the core when I learned it. Sometimes our children are going to do things we don't agree with. Even though we were raised to believe that we can control and we can make our kids do things, they are going to do things we do not agree with. And that's okay. It is okay that we don't agree that they are doing those things. And it is okay that they are doing those things. And it is okay that you feel disappointed. Because all we can control is our own reaction to what is happening. We can't control what is happening but we can control how we react or how we respond to what is happening. This is In this case, this child refuses to go to school. The mother has tried to control what is happening and she has completely failed in her words, but she has control over how she responds to what is happening. You may think that maybe you're a bad mother. But your daughter's situation, current situation, what she going, she's going through has nothing to do with you as a person. She's going through her own human experience. Our children, just like us, they have brains and emotions and everything. Sometimes things are heavy for them the way they are heavy for us. Sometimes I wake up, I hope my boss never hears this, but sometimes, sometimes I wake up and I don't want to go to work. And it's okay because I'm an adult. I have, my thinking brain is fully developed, I go. But our children, maybe when they wake up and they don't want to go to, work, to school, they will just say they don't want to go to school because they do not have the tools that we have. And that's okay. I'm not saying this kind of work is easy. It is not. It's just like driving. When you learned how to drive, you practiced with your dad, with your mom, with your relatives, with the driving instructor. So this kind of work also takes practice. Every day when you wake up in the morning, take a piece of paper or a book and write down what you're thinking. Sentences. What you're thinking. Everything, remove it from your head. And pick one sentence. Remember what you're thinking does not have to be a question. When your brain presents you with a question, answer it. Do not write down a question as your thought. Find an answer to that question and then write how you feel about that question. Like what is it leading you to feel? When you think that, how do you feel? And how do you feel is a vibration. How do you feel in your body? You go out of your head and into your body. Do you feel a um, lump? In your throat, do you feel like tightness in the head? Sometimes I feel tightness in my forehead. Do you feel a knot in your stomach, like your stomach is churning? Do you feel like your stomach is churning? 
like you want to vomit do you feel like your skin is on fire do you feel like ants insects crawling under your skin like find a way that will give you that is a feeling if you feel any of those vibrations in your body that is a feeling that is not a thought a thought is just a sentence so i'm not saying this work is easy but i'm saying with what i'm saying is with the practice you will start to become aware you will not no no you no longer be directed by your brain you will start directing your brain to what you want to create in your life and you will understand i think the biggest takeaway for me from this work was i started to understand that the same way i have reactions and and feelings and responses is the same way my children have them so that really helped me so now when they do something or don't do something i know they are just being human their brains are just leading them to do whatever it is that they did thank you again for listening today talk to you again next time bye everyone thank you for tuning in to today's episode your time means the world to us if you found this episode valuable we would be immensely grateful if you could spare a moment to visit apple podcasts and share your thoughts through a review your feedback plays a vital role in helping fellow moms discover our podcast and enrich their own motherhood experiences. Take care and bye for now.